What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Mind Over Macros podcast. As always, I am your host, Mike Milner. And today, I want to share something that you might be struggling with right now. This is, in my opinion, probably the number one biggest roadblock. And it's kind of a mental thing. It's kind of an action thing. I don't really know how to quite categorize it. So I'm just going to tell you what it is in this episode. We're going to break it down. And if you enjoy it, if you appreciate the episode, if you enjoy the show, it would mean the world to me if you can leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcast. It would also mean the world to me if you can take a screenshot of the episode and post it to your stories on Instagram and tag me at coach underscore Mike underscore Milner. And I think that's about it. You can share with friends, family, whoever you think would enjoy the episode. Anyway, before I get into this one thing, I also want to share something that I think needs to be said. As I'm recording this, it's unofficially summer. It's uh, June 10th right now that I'm recording this episode. It'll probably be released on Monday. So during the summer, there are a lot of things that come up. There are a lot of activities. There are a lot of, there's vacation, travel, barbecues, holidays, everything, probably birthdays if you're anything like me and my family where like all of our birthdays land in the summer, pretty much. Anyway, there's life, okay? This is not like you can pick any time period and you can basically say the same thing. So it's not like summer has a monopoly on shit happening. Life happens all the time. The only thing that we can predict with 100% certainty is that random shit will happen. That's it. We can't predict the future, but we can predict that random shit will happen. And here's why this is important. If you are going to invest in yourself and commit to following through on what you say you want, and it's a big, big if, this is all contingent on you actually following through on what you say you want. If you're going to invest in yourself, let's say you're going to join a coaching program. Let's say you're going to join our coaching program. It doesn't have to be ours. It doesn't have to be pop. It can be anything. If you're going to invest and commit to yourself, You're going to prioritize what you say you want. Keep in mind that it has to be conducive to real fucking life. Okay. What do I mean by that? Meaning it has to be conducive to random shit happening. You cannot have the mindset of I'm only going to do this when things are smooth sailing, when I have no events, when I have no setbacks, when I have no roadblocks. That's not how life works. You have to be prepared for the random stuff to come up. You have to be prepared for unexpected bills, for family emergencies, for travel that you didn't know, for vacations, for even the stuff that you do have planned. You have to be prepared for all of that, meaning you're still going to prioritize yourself. yourself. You're still going to commit. You're still going to follow through, especially when the random stuff happens. If your plan is contingent on everything going right, that is a terrible plan and you're probably in it for the wrong reason. So bail now before you get in too deep, if that's your mindset. When you join coaching, that is your entry to play the game at a higher level. There is still work to do. Now, the work has to happen through all of the setbacks. When you get a random bill, when you have a family situation and you owe more money than you expected, or there's a random expense that comes up, if your first thought 
is to cut from yourself, meaning you're like, well, I should stop investing in myself. I should stop spending this money on my own health. Then you're probably in it for the wrong reasons. It's probably not a priority. If that's your first thought and you don't even think about looking at your budget and saying, how can I get resourceful so that I can keep prioritizing myself when it's most important, when the random shit happens, when the setbacks happen, when the unexpected bills come up, when the family emergencies come up, when you have random things that get placed on your schedule that you didn't know were coming, that's the time that you need it the most. So if your immediate thought is to bail in those situations, you're not in it for the right reasons. You don't want a real life approach. You don't want a forever approach. You want a quick fix. You want instant gratification. You don't want the real shit. Like you don't want to play the long game. You don't want to do this forever. If that's what you say you want, then you better be prepared to continue to follow through during the shit storm. And there will be plenty. And that doesn't mean you have to be perfect. In fact, you won't be. Let's just accept that. It's going to be messy at times. It's going to be ugly at times. That's okay. That has to happen in order for you to be successful. So I just wanted to share that because I think a lot of times we convince ourselves that we want to do something, but in our minds, it's, there's a contingency plan. I will do this if it's all smooth sailing. If my schedule stays the way that it is, if no random shit comes up, but of course, random shit will happen. So you better be prepared if you commit. And I can tell you this on the front end. We try to disqualify people from joining our coaching program as much as possible. That is my approach. My philosophy is if I can create a barrier of entry where it's a, a significant investment, meaning you damn well better understand the importance and the meaning and the value of this because it's not cheap. It's also something that we're going to continue to follow through during all of your shittiest moments. We're going to still ask you to communicate. We're going to still work through all of that stuff. We're going to work through the mindset struggles. We're going to work through the physical struggles. We're going to work through the life struggles that come up randomly. If I can create this barrier of entry that is pretty great, then I know that we're bringing in the right types of people that we help, the people that are committed, that want to follow through, that want results forever, that want sustainable results forever and understand why it's so valuable to achieve that, not just in their fitness and nutrition, but the impact that it has overall on the rest of their life. They understand what it means for their relationships. They understand what it means for them as a parent and the example that they set for their kids. They understand what it means for fulfillment and confidence and happiness. They understand what it means for their career and how they show up at the workplace. Like, I don't have to convince anybody of that if I do a good enough job of creating a filter where I'm disqualifying people so I can say, if your mindset is, I'm only going to do this if everything goes perfect, if my calendar is open, if my schedule allows for it, that is not okay with me. You're not a good fit for what we do, which is fine. I want to disqualify people. I want there to be hoops to jump through because I know that tells me that you're serious. That tells me that this is a priority. That tells me you're going to be the right type of person that we can actually help. If we can't help you, I don't want to waste your time. 
I don't want to waste my time or my team's time. There is a, a, a amount of personal reflection that needs to happen where you're, where you should be sitting with yourself and saying, is this really what I want? Because I've been saying that I want it, but here's this asshole on a podcast who's holding up a mirror to my actions that might speak otherwise. Your actions will tell you. Your actions tell a story. Is it a story of congruence or incongruence? I think for a lot of us, and yes, I'm saying us because I'm included in this too. I'm no better than anybody else. I don't have it all figured out. I'm fighting the same fights. A lot of times my actions tell me a story of incongruence. What I try to do is be aware when that happens and then get real with myself. Is this truly what I want? And if the answer is yes, then I damn well better close the gap between my words and my actions and get those two in alignment. So I hope that you sit with that uncomfortable feeling and say, do I really want this? And if yes, then I damn well better close that gap and start acting in congruence, (laughs) in separate word, congruence, not incongruence as one word. I better act in alignment with what I say I want. Um, So I hope that makes sense. So I'm going to talk about this this one thing. This is this is something that like truly changed my life. And when I say that, I don't I don't mean that like in the cliche of like this was life changing. I mean fundamentally changed the path that I was on because many of you may not realize, but when I was younger, I think I've mentioned it on here a few times, but when I was younger, I was a bit of a jackass. And I think that my parents are the most patient and forgiving individuals in the world because of what I put them through. I I can safely assume that they lost countless hours of sleep worrying about the dark path that I was headed down. When I was younger, I was pretty rebellious. I didn't like to listen. I hated authority. I liked to do things my own way. I just, I had a hard time like following the path, like just this is what you're quote unquote supposed to do for some reason. That just never sat well with me. It always rubbed me the wrong way that there was like this thing that you're quote unquote supposed to do and just get in line and follow the herd. And it just felt weird. And there, I don't, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. I think that it's nice to have some kind of a structure or direction or a path that you know people can follow. But for me, it felt weird, but I was still going through the motions and and I found myself in in some pretty precarious situations. Um, there's there were some incidents that happened in my life, like uh, getting pulled over when I was going down to um, Panama City, Florida, for spring break, my freshman year of college, and got um, a cop searched my car and found a little bit of marijuana, and um, that was not very pleasant. <laughs> it was very much now. I don't even know if that would be a crime, but at the time, um, it was not a pleasant situation. My, my parents have found, you know, there was different situations where they, you know, like any, any kid caught me drinking underage and doing stupid shit with parties and whatever else. And um, yeah, there was, there was some stuff that, <laughs> that happened. And uh, I was, lu- I was lucky. I consider myself to be lucky. I came out pretty, pretty unscathed, but um, you know, I think even, even in college, like, one of my biggest regrets in life, and I don't, I don't really like to classify it as regret because I don't really believe in that. I think we, we make the decisions that we 
you know, we do our best at the time with the information we have at the time. And, you know, it's easy to look back at, at hindsight and say, well, yeah, now that I know the outcome, of course I regret doing it. But anyway, so I don't like to classify it as regret. Anyway, one thing that I will say is unfortunate is that I wasted college because now I have this like incredible thirst for education and learning. And back then I just, I, I coasted, I, I just did the bare minimum. And I'm pretty sure that I, you know, skipped more classes than I went to and cared more about drinking and partying than I did about anything else. And I'm not, I'm not sure how I was able to graduate, but I did and uh, bounced around after college to some shitty corporate jobs and the bottom line, the reason why I'm sharing this is because the outlook on my life. So when I, when I say life-changing, like I'm, I'm saying it from the perspective of the outlook on my life at that point in time was not the brightest. Like you wouldn't have done an assessment and be like, oh, this person is killing it. Like they're going to do big things in this world. And it's, it's interesting, probably not, it's probably not a coincidence that that was the time where I gained about 80 pounds and had entered my, my chronic dieting phase. It was like right after college, going through, checking the boxes, right? And, and then waking up and feeling like what happened to myself and realizing that I was obese and had a significant amount of weight to lose. So started the whole chronic dieting thing, you know, that lasted for years. And there was a, a, a moment where my parents, um, my, my wife at the time, actually, I'm not sure if we were married at this point. We may have just been dating, but anyway, we were in our apartment and my parents reached out to me and they said they wanted to take me out to lunch. And I was like, okay, amazing. So we were sitting there and I can remember the restaurant. It was in this like little mini complex shopping center type of thing. And uh, we're in this sushi place and they just kind of like looked at me and we're like, are you ever going to get your shit together? And those were not their exact words. They were definitely more delicate and more understanding. And I remember kind of like shrugging and brushing it off. Like, what are they talking about? Because I didn't recognize any of these patterns in my life at this point. You know, sometimes when you're, you're not aware, you don't know what you don't know. So you're coming from a place of zero awareness. And I really... And had never taken a step back to be like, well, what is, what is the path that I'm on? What is my future going to look like? What am I doing with myself? And I started to think about, I remember I, I got back and that night I couldn't sleep. I was watching TV late at night and I was like staring at the ceiling and I started to think about all of the things like I really started to think about all the things that I would have to do to turn my life around. And it felt like this massive pressure came over me and it was overwhelming. And, and the problem was I kept going down like the traditional rabbit hole. And I was like, I don't want, I don't want to be told what to do. I don't want to, you know, check the boxes and punch in and punch out and just coast through life. And I was just, my mind was racing. It was all over the, like, Literally just my mind was going in a million different directions. And I remember I had this moment of, of questioning the way, like my thought pattern and questioning everything. And there was one question that I asked myself that kind of like paused the, the mind racing and it brought me to a place of focus 
And, it, and that question was, what happens if you don't get your shit together? Like I was thinking about all the things I needed to do. I was thinking about, you know, I got to, you know, climb the corporate ladder and I got to check in, you know, punch the clock and do all these things and go through the motions. And, and this is against my nature, but so it was giving me anxiety to think about all of those things. But then when I flipped it around and I was like, what happens if you don't get your shit together? And it felt like pretty scary. And when I started to imagine what that could look like, I was not okay with that. Like it, five years from now, 10 years from now, if you don't change the course that you're on, what is that going to look like? If you don't make a change, if you don't get your shit together, what was that going to look like? And I didn't like what I saw. I didn't like that vision for myself. So at that point, I, I, here's, here's where it's important that we sometimes ask this question. And this is the one thing I'm telling you, this is the one thing that most people struggle with. This is the roadblock for most people. You start thinking about all the things that you have to do, and that can feel overwhelming. Instead of asking yourself the question of like, what if I don't though? Like, what if I do nothing? What if I stay on this exact same course? Is that okay? Like you can relate this to your fitness, your nutrition, your, your weight loss goals, your fat loss goals, whatever it is. If you don't do anything, right? You don't change the course. Is the cost greater than the cost of change, right? Is the cost of staying the same greater than the cost of change? And typically the cost of inaction is so much greater. So this is, this is where like our mind is funny because I was playing out this scenario in my head of, riding the corp, you know, climbing the corporate ladder and doing all of these things. And instead I ended up starting an online business. I raised money. I, I um, partnered up with somebody and we did this online business. And, and then I went on through that. I, I started working out at the, at the gym. Um, I became a personal trainer and then I found my passion in nutrition. I sold the half of, of my online business to my business partner. Uh, so I could go all in on the fitness and nutrition side of things, became a nutrition coach. And then I started pop eventually. So it's interesting though, because the catalyst for change was the cost of inaction. It was, what if I don't do anything about this? And so it was the same exact question when I snapped out of my chronic dieting cycle, I went through all of the restrictive diets I lost weight, I gained weight. I lost weight, I gained weight. And I did that for years. And I was completely tapped out, completely frustrated. And then I had an opportunity to work with a coach, my first coach, Christian Thibodeau. We had a two-hour Skype session, totally free. He didn't charge me a thing. He blew my mind on the, that two hours. It was the most enlightening two hours. That was like the, the biggest weight lifted off my shoulders. And then I had the, the opportunity to work with him and make a real investment into a real coach that I knew could help me break out of the mess that I was in. And I hesitated and I, I paused and I got off the Skype and I, I didn't move forward at the time. I had talked myself out of it because I was scared. I was scared of change. But then I'm like, okay, the same question. Here I am. I'm thinking about all the money that I've spent, all the time that I've wasted, 
all the energy that I've drained on other programs. And, and everything in me knew that working with him would be different. But I kept coming up with excuse after excuse after excuse until I asked myself the question again, what if you don't do this? And I went down that path. And I didn't like that answer either because the pain that I was in and remaining in that pain was too scary. The cost was too great. If I'm still dieting, if I'm still on this hamster wheel, if I'm still in this yo-yo cycle, if I'm still in this all or nothing mindset in five years from now, that's not okay. That cost was too great. Thinking about being in that same position with five years of my life gone and, you know, Another, I'm talking about added on to the the previous 10 that I had wasted. Am I really going to go through 15 years of my life without anything to show for it when it comes to my, my nutrition goals, my physical goals? No, that's not okay. So I joined and that fundamentally changed when I started working with him, that fundamentally changed the way that I, I viewed nutrition and fitness. It changed my relationship with food, my relationship with exercise. It changed how I coach clients, how I educate other coaches, all because of that one mental roadblock that most people struggle with because everybody wants to think about all the shit that you have to do, the fear of uncertainty, the fear of change, the fear of getting uncomfortable, stepping out of your comfort zone. But, and you might feel completely tempt out, tapped out mentally. You might feel like there's no way that I can do all of those things. But what if you flip the script and you just consider what happens if you don't? What happens if you don't? You may be talking yourself out of exactly what you need simply because you're, you're making excuses. You're, you're justifying the decision to not make a decision. You're stuck with inaction. The cost of inaction is so great. Have you ever considered that that is the single roadblock, the number one struggle that is holding you back? I've been exactly where you are. If you're in that moment, if you're feeling that way, if you're feeling stuck, if you're feeling frustrated, if you're feeling overwhelmed, and you also consider that the cost of inaction is too great, I've been there before and I've crawled out of that hole. Our clients have been there before and they've crawled out of that hole. So before you justify your inaction, whether you believe that it's, it's timing, whether you believe that it's a, a money issue, a financial issue, or, or that you're just special or different, so it won't work for you, right? Like taking action, investing in yourself, committing, following through, like that, it's not going to work for you because you're a special unicorn. Like just ask yourself that question. But what if you don't? But what if you continue on the same path? What if you continue on with the same pain that you've been experiencing? Are you okay with that? In five years, 10 years or longer, that same frustration, that same pain, the same outcome that you've always received, are you okay with that? What is it costing you to believe your excuses? What is it costing you to believe your excuses? But here's the thing. The more that you delay and the more that you waste time, the more you tilt the odds against you. Because what we know to be true, your body as it stands today is a reflection of rolling averages, meaning it's the rolling averages of the decisions you've made over time, nutritionally, from a lifestyle standpoint, from a training standpoint, activity, all of that stuff. Your body is a reflection of the rolling averages of the decisions you've made over time. I should say rolling average. 
your it's the same thing with your, your bank account. Your bank account is a reflection of the rolling average of the decisions that you've made over time. Right? So if we know that this is all based off of rolling averages, what does that tell us? First of all, let's let's get the, the concept of starting over like a clean slate. A clean slate doesn't exist. So for those of you who are caught in the diet starts Monday mentality because you think that gives you a clean slate, it doesn't. It's still a, you're still the product of rolling averages in every area of your life. There's no clean slate. You're still the product of rolling averages. Meaning the quicker that you turn the page, the quicker you make the decision, the quicker you commit, the quicker you tilt the rolling average in your favor. Sometimes we have to get out of this emotional brain and we just have to think logically. The rolling average can tilt in your favor the faster that you make that commitment, the faster that you stop delaying, that you stop procrastinating. The sooner that you take action on what you know you desire, the sooner you tilt the rolling average in your favor. What that tells us is that there can be a moment, there can be a day, there can be a week where you don't make good decisions. That's okay because it's, it impacts the rolling average, but you get to bounce back and turn the page and tilt the scales back in your favor. If we understand that fundamentally, you are a product of rolling averages, then that should tell you that time is of the essence, meaning the longer you wait, the longer you delay, the worse the rolling average gets. And the digger, the bigger, <laughs> the deeper that hole that you've dug yourself will get as well. Meaning if you are constantly cuddling up to restrictive protocols and you're dieting extremely and you're wrecking your body and your hormones, the longer you delay fixing that, the deeper that hole is getting. And the longer the way up that you have to crawl to get the rolling averages in your favor. This is the number one, I would say, fundamentally, from I guess we'll call it a mindset roadblock. It's the cost of inaction. It is costing you a significant amount of time, money, and energy to delay the action that will get you to where you want to be. Maybe that's investing in coaching. Maybe that's just working on some quality habits. Maybe that's just doing something for yourself, starting to prioritize yourself. Stop putting yourself last. There are small things that you can do right now that will start to tilt the scale of rolling average in your favor. But the longer you delay, the worse off you're going to be. That's just logic speak. That's not emotional. That doesn't need to be an emotional thing. It is likely going to be more painful to stay in your current situation than the fear of change or the pain of change. The pain of change is temporary because once it becomes known and familiar, it's no longer painful. It's no longer uncertain. And then you're moving towards the goal that you actually have that you say you want. So if I leave you with nothing else, understand this concept, understand the law of rolling averages, understand the cost of inaction, do something for yourself. If you're going to commit, if you say you want that, that real life protocol, you want, I just want to live a healthy lifestyle. I just want to be fit and lean. I just want to feel better. I just want to be more confident. I just want to have a better relationship with food. I just want to set a better example for my kids. If you're saying that you want those things, 
That means you have to commit and follow through during all of the random shit that occurs, all the setbacks, all the unexpectedness, family emergencies, work events, unexpected bills, travel, vacation, all of that. It's, it's life. You're either playing for life or you're getting played because when you try to set a timeline, that never works. I'm just going to do this for 30 days. Okay, good luck with that. Now, you can use that as a starting point, but you better not view the 30 days as the finish line because if you view the 30 days as the finish line, you're, you're finished, you're done. You're not going to get to where you want to be. You either play this for life or you get played. So it's a choice. It's always a choice. And there's power in that. That should feel, that should make you feel better. That should make you feel like I'm in the driver's seat because you are. You can, you can realistically look at the cost of inaction. If this is a problem that you're going to solve, that means you're always going to spend money on it. You're always going to spend time on it. And you're always going to spend energy on it. You can make the investment now and save more later. Or you can delay the investment now and it can cost you more down the road. And let's not forget the time that it costs, we can never get that shit back. So not something to be coy with, not something to take for granted. Now, I would be doing a disservice if I did not tell you how to take action and what I recommend when it comes to taking action. Do one thing for yourself, one thing that's going to move you forward. If I had my way, I would say, if you feel like you're a good fit to work with us, that's the best investment you can make. You can go to neurotypetraining.com. You can fill out our application. We'll tell you if it's a good fit or not. If it's not a good fit, no worries. We will point you in the right direction. There's plenty of people that get on the phone with us and we tell them it's not a good fit. Here's one way to disqualify yourself. If you ever schedule a call with myself or somebody from my team, and you do not show up and you do not notify us that you're not going to show up and you don't reach out and tell us anything, you are banned for life from POP. This is a one strike policy that we have because I think that's the most disrespectful thing in the entire world. And I don't ever want to help somebody who is that disrespectful, who would schedule a call and without notice would take somebody else's time and piss it away I don't care if it's an emergency. If it's an emergency, there's at some point you can text. It doesn't have to be right away if there's a true emergency, but at some point in time, you can text and you can give a heads up and you can give an apology. You can tell us what happened. If you do none of that and you don't show up, you're banned for life from all things pop. That's an easy way to disqualify yourself. But we tell you on the phone if you're a good fit or if you're not. And if you're not, we tell you what we recommend instead. But consider that we are very selective on purpose because we know who we help. So like I mentioned, you better be prepared for real life. You better be prepared for unexpected shit. You better be prepared to commit and follow through. Typically, our best clients, they don't mind following a plan. They just need the right plan to follow. They're driven, they're goal-focused, they know what they want, and they're going to go get it. And we're going to guide them. We're going to help them get there. We're going to show them the most efficient path because they just need a plan that feels good for them. And that's it. That doesn't have to be you, and that's okay if it's not. Even if it's not you, you still have to take action. You still have to do something for yourself. 
You still have to do the one or two things that can move you forward. The cost of inaction is too great. It's probably the number one roadblock mentally that is preventing people from getting where they want to be because of the law of rolling averages. The longer you delay, the worse that average gets. We have to turn and tilt the scales in our favor. It doesn't happen with one decision. It happens with many decisions compounded over time. So you better get started now because you're not getting any more time back. That's just my opinion. I'm not here to convince anybody of anything, only to present the information as I see it, my perspective through my lens. I realize that my lens may be very different from your lens. You might have a totally different perspective. And that's, that's what's beautiful about having opinions is we all get to have opinions. Now, if your opinion and your beliefs aren't getting you to where you want to be, it might be time to reassess. But that's on you. That's, that's for you to consider. I think that having that honest conversation with yourself can be very valuable. And then take it from there. Decide. What do you want to do from here? But that's my challenge to you is consider the cost of inaction. Like, actually think about it. What happens if you're in the same place five years from now, 10 years from now, 20 years from now? Are you okay with that? If not, you should probably do something. Just a, just a thought. You should probably do something if that's not okay with you. Again, if you want to see if you're a good fit, it's neurotypetraining.com. Fill out an application. Get on the phone with my team. See if you're a good fit. If not, no worries. We will point you in the right direction. Hopefully, this was helpful. Hopefully, there's a takeaway in, in the action steps. Not necessarily applying for coaching, not even you know joining coaching, but the action step of taking action, like getting off the fence getting out of this analysis paralysis, getting into doing so that you can move yourself forward so that you can tilt the rolling average in your favor and start seeing the progress that you want. Hopefully that's the main takeaway. I appreciate you and I will talk to you guys very soon.